everybody. We're GFBS. It's Wednesday. You hear the music. It means it's time for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. And we're going to hook up here with realty expert John Brodeen in just a minute. Look, if home feels too big, let's get you a smaller one. And it's okay if the process seems daunting or you're having a hard time letting go. Because our network agents have the expertise to help you downsize and get you to just the right size. Now, let's go get you home. All righty. Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Your realty expert, John Brodeen, is in the house. How are you today, hey, man? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. It's been a while since you've been in the I studio. I know. Missed you guys. Yeah, missed you too, man. <laughs> uh, what's new in John Brodeen's world? Nothing. Just working a bunch. I'm, I'm redoing my kitchen right now, so mm-hmm. that's almost done. I'm excited to get that done. Um, working on that duplex some more. Oh, Lots sure. of projects going on there. Got people moving in soon, so... Very uh, busy. Face looks good. Yep. You haven't been uh, getting any knees or kicks to the head or anything don't, lately? Don't jinx me now. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking pretty, John. <laughs> yeah. See how long for. Uh, we didn't uh, actually talk Realty last week. Uh, we talked about the Bruce Spicer yeah. Second yeah. Annual Memorial Golf Tournament coming up, and that is uh, a week from tomorrow. Yep. Uh, you golfing in it? Yes. Yep. Okay. And, and uh, oh, oh, yeah. You got a good team, don't you? Uh, well... I might be the worst golfer on the team. Yeah, we got um, – so Consavon, she was on mm-hmm. that podcast. She's yep. on our team. Josh Danke, you know Josh. Oh, yeah. Uh, Danny Ray, he's a really good golfer. Um, yeah. So you, you, you got a good team. I might be the team. anchor. Yeah, well, uh, we're going to be golfing. I don't know how good we're going to be golfing, but we're going to be there because I yeah. can't wait. Um, now, one thing I wanted to ask you uh, – now, I know a few realtors. Yep. Um, some realtors are kind of vain. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, like some – Video podcast hosts are, I guess. But um, now, how can you tell if your marketing agent is marketing your house or themselves? Because I know I've seen it. I mean, I've seen some of the advertising and I've seen what goes on, but it seems to me like it's all about them and not about the house they're trying to sell. Yes. So that's a really good point. Um, This is something that doesn't get talked about very much, but a lot of, so agents will talk a lot about the marketing activities that they do and not all the marketing that there's, that they do. Um, there, there's kind of a spectrum where some marketing activities are mainly for the agent. What the agent wants to do is use the listing to create new buyer contacts that they can potentially follow up with and work with as a buyer, whether they sell the buyer your house or not, they want to represent that buyer and land a new client. And a few of these things that um, agents will do when they have a listing, the intention is more to land buyers than it is to actually sell your listing. So, and and like I said, it's a spectrum. So there, there are certain things that will accomplish both. Um, So, you know, some of the things that people see all the time um, where everybody thinks, Oh, this is what you do to market a home. But it's it's really more of a networking event for the agent is, mm-hmm. is the public open house. Okay. Um, rarely it does happen, so it's not entirely just self serving for the agent. Um, but public open houses are more um, a networking event for the agent to meet new buyers that they want to try to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the people, or, or even new sellers, a lot of the people who attend an open house are buyers who maybe aren't qualified yet, um, and. So, you know, they might not be pre-approved. They might be in the very earliest stages of looking. They might, Mm -hmm. this might not even be their price range. They just want to go 
you know, kind of sightseeing and see houses. Sure. Um, kind of like window shopping, but yeah, in a bigger way. Yep, exactly. So um, this is definitely not the most effective way to market a property. It's, it's a, an effective way for an agent to meet new people. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of nosy neighbors show up to open houses to see what their neighbor's house looks like. On oh, outside. sure. You know, so it's an opportunity for that agent to meet new people who mm-hmm. might be thinking about selling. That sort of thing, right? So a lot of these guys are really selling themselves besides trying to sell the house. Yep. And, and yep. I get that. You have to market yourself any way you really can. Yep. Yep, of course. And agents are always looking to grow their business. But you just don't want to get it confused on what is actually benefiting your, you know, you're the seller. Mm-hmm. What's benefiting your house and helping sell your house versus what's benefiting your agent, helping them grow their profits and their business. Okay. So, um, you know, sometimes agents will kind of combine the two. And, and we kind of want to separate that so that we really can see through, uh, you know, kind of pull back the curtain and see what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Again, occasionally houses do get sold by open houses, but, um, you know, a private showing to a qualified buyer where they already have their agent um, is, is, has a much higher likelihood of selling a home than hosting an open house and having four, uh, you know, people who are not even in the market yet Mm -hmm. come look at your house so you know generating buyer leads on facebook website etc you know and these are all things like these are things that we do it's still important to do them you still don't you don't want to neglect the opportunity to pick up an unrepresented buyer and show them the listing if they're qualified right um but again, these are more things that you're putting your, you're using the listing to market yourself. You're putting your name out there along with the listing. You're making sure the listing gets exposure. Um, but if you're trying to pick up, you know, unrepresented buyers, um, you know, it's still, you're doing this to help grow your business as well as market the listing, right? Um, advertising on Zillow. So an agent might sell that as a big selling point when they meet with you to list your home and say, Hey, I advertise on Zillow. I do this, I do this. Advertising on Zillow just puts your name next to any other listing that's on the market, kind of makes it look like you're the listing agent. And the goal with that is it's pretty expensive. And the goal with that is to try to get buyers who are looking on Zillow to call your number um, and ask you to show them the house. So it's not necessarily going to give your home more exposure. It's it's more of a way for that agent to, uh, again, connect with more buyers, Mm -hmm. grow their business, grow their profits, that sort of thing. You know, networking and marketing, yep. uh, you know, you got to do it. Yep. Uh, following up with uh, buyer leads, buyers who are unrepresented. Most of the unrepresented buyers aren't even pre-approved yet. They're probably in the very early stages. So chances are these unrepresented buyers aren't going to be the ones who sell your home. Like nine times out of 10, when I list a home, I'm not the agent who sells it. Okay. It's usually a cooperating agent from either a different company or from my company who brings in the buyer and I solely represent the seller. Sure. Um, if there's unrepresented buyers that might come in as a lead on your website, from your Facebook marketing, that sort of thing, you certainly have to follow up with them and you have to do your job there. But this is another thing that also serves yourself because it gives you the opportunity to land a buyer client. Sure. Somebody um, that maybe is on the fence, uh, haven't yeah. picked out their, their expert yet. Exactly. Um, yep, exactly. So any, and any other efforts that you're making as a listing agent to connect with unrepresented buyers? So that's something that, you know, might, um, as a byproduct, market the listing. You know, it's, it might help the listing. But the main, or the main thing that an agent's concerned about when they do these things is trying to find more clients. Right. So 
when agents talk about marketing, like I said, it's important to separate the two. So then there's another category of things that an agent can do to market a home that has no benefit to them and their business and doesn't at all help them find new clients. But these are some of the really important things to selling a listing. Okay. Um, and this comes from the power of the other agents in town. Um, so, you know, um, it, any other, all, you know, the majority of buyers that are ready to go already have an agent. And we want to be able to reach those buyers. That's the real power of the MLS and the power of the agents in town. Um, it's really about treating the other agents like gold, making them feel important, making them look good, giving them all the information that um, maybe other listing agents aren't giving about the listing. For example, all my listings, I put up um, all the utility averages, so, and not to the public, but just to the agent. So the agent knows all that information when they show the listing. They can have that stuff printed out. It makes them look good because they know more about the house then they might know about the next house because the next house doesn't have that information. Okay. My goal is to make the agents who are showing the house look as good as possible. The other thing is like um, including a list of all the updates that the seller made because buyers ask that all the time too. So if you have the list of all the updates made, you, you know more as you walk through the house, um, makes that buyer agent look good, makes that buyer agent want to sell my listing. Um, and, you know... Just giving them more information, making them look good, um, making it as easy as possible for them to sell the listing. Um, this is also about having a good reputation and brand within the agent community. So these are things that aren't going to help me land new clients because the agents are never going to use me to buy a house. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. their, their clients are never going to use me to buy a house, but I still have to focus on them because they are the ones who bring buyers to my listings. So I want to make sure I have that strong relationship, strong reputation. When I do a deal with them, I want to treat them fairly. I want the process to be smooth and easy. I want them to know when they sell one of John's listings, they're going to get paid well, that they're going to um, have an, a smooth, easy process, that the listing is going to be priced well right off the bat. I want them to know that the listing is going to show well right off the bat. Um, I'm never going to put a listing up without all the information. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to put, put a listing up without all the photos. You know, these are things that um, if one of my buyers asks me about a new listing that hit the market, there's no photos available, there's no information available, kind of makes me look bad, makes me look like I don't know anything. Sure. So that's another <clears throat> part. Having all the information, having all the photos, going to make the agents look good and going to make them want to work with me, know what to expect when they work with me. All right. Um, so uh, coming soon announcements. So I want the agents to know what's happening. We have to do this within like 24 hours of the listing hitting the market by law. But I want the agents to know about a listing coming up because this is another thing that's going to make them look really good, make them look like they have the inside track so they can call their buyers up who are in the price range for the listing I'm going to put on the market. And they can tell their buyers that, hey, I've got a listing or I know of a listing coming up for 290 hitting the market today. Um, I want to give you this information ahead of time so we can be ready to look at it when it, you know, when it's ready mm -hmm. to show. Um, just more things that they appreciate so they have the inside track and that they're able to be, a, be of more value to their, to their clients. Um, let's see. Uh, so hosting realtor open houses um, for the realtors to come preview the property for their buyers. Another thing that makes them look good because they can say, hey, I've already been in this house. Um, here, here are some of the things to know about it. It also helps me get feedback on the listing. Um, it's, it's nice to serve them lunch or serve them some sort of refreshments mm -hmm. or whatever. 
um, to attract more agents to come in because, you know, the top buyer agents in town probably are representing a huge percentage of the qualified buyers. For sure. So for every agent that you get walking through a house compared to a public open house where it's kind of tire kickers and looky lose that sort of thing, every agent you get through might have three buyers in your price range. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's really, really important. And again, makes them look good, makes them look like they know the inventory. We're treating them well, we're serving them food, that sort of thing. Um, all about treating them really, really well. Um, always having the best professional photos. As soon as the listing hits the market, never putting listing up without photos. That's a big no, no. And there's, you'd be surprised how many agents do that. Um, the, the listing instantly gets forgotten about because it doesn't have photos when it hits the market. Once it disappears from the hot sheet, agents aren't going back and looking it back up. Um, making the home easy and convenient to show using, we use a service called showing time. Mm -hmm. Um, they can schedule all of their showings in one place. If, if a listing's not on showing time makes it way more of a hassle for them to set up the showing because they'll schedule, let's say they're going to see four houses in a row and they, uh, there's one of them that they have to go and like call the agent to set it up and the rest of them, they can just click, 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 set their schedule and set them all up right in a row. So we want to make it super convenient and easy to show using showing time. Um, and then advertising the, uh, the listing, you know, every time there's a coming soon advertisement, uh, every time there's a just listed advertisement, if there's a price reduction, all of that sort of thing, we want to advertise that really heavily to the agents. So our listing constantly stays top of mind to those agents that have buyers. And these are all the things that don't help me build my business. They don't help me find new clients, um, but it's going to pay off for you as a seller um, because you're connected with me. It's my reputation. You know, buyers, buyers aren't going to know the difference between listing agents, but buyer agents will know the difference between listing agents. I guarantee you any buyer out there knows which listing agents they love to work with and knows which listings, listing agents everything is a complete hassle with. And it's disorganized. It's a mess. Getting information is hard. Getting in to show their listings is hard. Their listings don't show well. So I want to be one of those agents where, um, one of those listing agents where the buyer agents love to show my listings. Uh, and you don't have to give names or anything, but um, you mentioned, you know, if you've got co-listing agents and uh, they could be even from a completely different company than Berkshire Hathaway. Yep. Are there any that you, you've just thought to yourself, oh my gosh, oh, how yeah. did I end up getting stuck with that? And, and now everything you've said, I see why is this so important. Yep, yep. If I'm showing four listings and I see one of them is, you know, maybe an agent who pays a lower commission to the buyer agents mm-hmm. that they... So every time they, they take a listing, they cut the buyer agent short on the commission compared to all the other houses on the market. Or um, every, you know, they are really difficult to deal with. They never have all the information. Um, their listings never show well. Maybe they're not very organized. So maybe like their people are home all the time when they show listings. Um, maybe the house is never, they're just dirty and like the agent doesn't sure. give them very good advice on how to make them show well. Yeah. Okay. I, I, um. You coming back Wednesday or Friday? Yes. And how does somebody get a hold of realty expert John Brody? 701-213-5428. All right, there you go. Your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast with your realty expert John Brodine. And you know what? If you buy or sell a house uh, through this realty expert, Mr. Brodine here, and you need a little bit of work done to it, might I steer you towards executive properties? They do all types of commercial and residential work. Pretty much anything you need done, they can do. If not, they're going to find somebody to do it for you. Check them out, 701-330-1273, or go to executiveproperties.org. Until Friday, there you go, your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast on GFBS.